This is Up and Country on 93.7 The Bull. It's powered by V Livecast. I'm your host, Sue Bonzel. Let's get this show started. He survived a head-on collision and just got a call from Tim McGraw. I am so excited to introduce you guys to Brandon Davis. Hey, Brandon. How's it going? I'm, I'm great. So I understand you've uh, had an interesting week or so. Uh, you got a phone call from Tim McGraw. Tell me about that. Well, number one, I got a phone call from Tim McGraw. So <laughs> right, that, that, exactly. That's how we lead off with this. It's one of those moments that you don't even dream about, and yet somehow it's a reality. So uh, really and truly, I had no idea what was going on. I just knew I was supposed to get a very important phone call, and I waited all day until the time slot where I was supposed to make sure, no matter what, I was available to answer this phone. And when I picked it up, none other than the man himself, Tim McGraw, is on the other end of the line. Oh, and my God. You know, this is the shocking moment in itself. You're talking to Tim McGraw, so you're kind of floored. I have speechless, sweating a little bit, and have no idea what to say. And the next thing you know, he asks if I want to go on tour with him. Wow. And that's, yeah, it's a moment that I'm never, ever going to forget. So I'm going to assume this is probably the biggest biggest tour that you're going to be going on. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So far. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is incredible. You're going to be going with uh, Russell Dickerson and Alexandra Kay, two, I mean, amazing musicians as well. So that is super exciting. Uh, starting up in April, I understand, going through June. Gonna, and where's going to be your favorite place to go visit that you haven't visited yet? Honestly, I'd say heading up towards New York. That's probably one area that I've, I've yet to really even come close to traveling outside of music. So getting to go up towards New York and I'm getting to go down and play Orange Beach down there in uh, lower Alabama. So it's going to be it's going to be incredible to get to touch the coast, getting to touch the northwest or the northeast. So it's going to be great. Oh, that's that is I am so excited for you. I watched the video of you getting that phone call and I was like, I got chills myself. I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. This is so cool. I could just like just die to get a phone call from Tim McGraw and then asking you to go on tour. That is pretty incredible. Uh, so very yes, exciting stuff for you. Uh, now I mentioned that you survived a uh, head-on collision and kind of changed the tra trajectory of your life. Tell me about that. It's it's one of, the, one of those moments that really puts life in perspective because it was 2019, my wife and I had three kids and she had one on the way and you know, the normal day to day stuff takes place and you think everything's fine. And the next thing you know, out of nowhere, wow. life changes and takes a hard, sharp turn. And I got hit head on by a distracted driver. Uh, I got taken to the hospital because the uh, the injuries I'd sustained during the wreck were life threatening. Wow. And I had to go in, make sure and take care of uh, my colon. I had holes in my, my small intestine, lacerations on my liver. So just anything to make sure that whatever was going on inside wasn't going to cause me to go septic and not be here. So thankfully I had a good team of doctors, Mason wife who was by my side throughout the entire thing. And when I woke up, I was good to go and patched up, albeit very sore and out of it. But, you know, I, I sat back and said, look, I don't get why this happened. I, I don't understand it. And she said, it, it happened for a reason. You just don't know yet. It, it's going to come. You know, that you're going to find out why it just hadn't happened yet. And I said, look, all I know is that I'm looking at life and realizing that there's a lot I haven't done, a lot of dreams I haven't chased, goals I haven't reached. And I said, how can I tell my kids 
go chase your dreams if I'm not chasing mine. So that's when we started trying to dive deeper into music. So that, I find that really, really interesting because I think a lot of people, when things like that happen, it doesn't make sense, like you said, and then it comes into perspective and you go, okay, life is short. What am I doing? And I love that. So what were you doing before you went into like full-time musician? I was a uh, design engineer for fire sprinklers. So okay. any sprinklers you see inside the building, that was what I was doing. And I was doing 3D modeling and uh, a lot of project management in that way. And the music was my big hobby that I had going everywhere from, you know, early in the morning, riding in the truck to work, write a song around then, same thing on the way home from work. That was my, my time slot of being alone where I could really get creative. Then you get home and, you know, it's normal day to day, but when music picked up, you know, even though the nine to five was still there, it was, okay, let's go to work, let's come home, let's have family time and then go to work. <laughs> Gears really switched, but the goal was to make music full time and Thankfully, all this hard work's paid off because that's exactly what we're doing. That is, I, and it happened fast for you. So, so you mentioned your wife, uh, your wife Destiny. And so she was the one. Was she the one that kind of pushed you to get going on the TikTok and the Instagram and all of that? Because that I think has launched a lot of new country artists. Yes, ma'am. She uh, she found a very opportune moment uh, that in the pandemic, because mm -hmm. whenever we were sitting there in the middle of a brand new lifestyle that you had no idea what to <laughs> do with, we realized that, Hey, you know, let's, uh, let's see what we can't find avenues for music. And I had thought, you know, Facebook and YouTube, and that was the normal avenue. We had tried it and it wasn't really hitting off. And she found TikTok and said, Hey, look, I'm realizing that there's a lot of artists on this app and they're going and putting their music up. People are listening. Why don't you try TikTok? And that's exactly what we, uh, we had planned for, but I just I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, look, I, I've, I've seen ads for TikTok. I've, I've seen crazy dances. and people right. It's like, I got two left feet and dad jokes. It don't work that way. <laughs> oh, you actually and might be popular on TikTok with two left feet and dad jokes. So <laughs> You never can tell. You never <laughs> can tell. It's one of, those, uh, one of those one way or the other is going to either go well or it ain't. So far, I haven't <laughs> had to be a dancer, luckily. But... Um, no, I mean, we we went back and forth on whether or not I was going to do it. And finally, she said, look, we're driving back from Pigeon Forge. It's Father's Day. You're in the car. you got nowhere you can go. Just sing. I don't care what it is. I'm going to pull out the phone and start recording you. Just start singing. I love it. I don't care what. And so we started, uh, I sang whatever covers I could think of and a few of my originals. And the next night, she came up. I was trying to get a bottle of water out of the fridge. And she runs up behind me and says, baby, 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 sing Brad Paisley, sing Dirk Bentley, sing Chris Stapleton. And I just turned around and did what I was told. And <laughs> I didn't think nothing of it. The next day, she's like, hey, by the way, I've been posting all these to TikTok. Take a look at this. And we had, you know, some decent numbers in that video she took in front of the fridge. had like 1,600 views, which wow. then turned into, you know, 20,000 and carried on to where it was in the millions. And now we had from no you know, no followers to few hundred to wow. hundreds to thousands. And it was, it was insane. That is so cool. So I've seen some of the videos. Uh, your wife is beautiful. Your family is just adorable. You have four kids. How old are they? 
So I have a six-year-old, a five-year-old, a just-turned-four-year-old yesterday, and a two-year-old. Oh, my goodness. You are busy. And, yes. <laughs> and, and do they like to sing with you? I've got I've got every one of them singing along. They each have their own song. Malia is my songwriter. She likes to write her own stuff more than she likes to sing along with mine. Brantley's got his like favorite niche to where he really wants to like crank up a couple of songs that we've released here lately, and even got him to finally hop on the microphone with me down in Florida. Awesome. And then you've got Easton and Granger, which it don't matter what song you turn on, they're just in the back singing whatever they can to it. So are they all named after country singers? So Brantley is actually after Brantley Gilbert. Yeah. You've got Granger, which is Granger Smith. Yes. Easton, which was kind of a double whammy. That was Easton Corbin and Easton for baseball brand because I'm okay, a huge, fair enough. huge yeah. baseball player. And then you've got uh, Malia, who is the only the only odd one out with a <laughs> not so country music name, but she has got Hawaiian roots in hers. You know what? So she just needs to get you know famous in country music like you, and then she'll just be Malia. Exactly. So there it you go. And everybody will know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mentioned your wife and you've talked about your wife, you know, kind of getting you going on uh, the TikTok and everything. How did you guys meet? Facebook. Facebook <laughs> Believe it really? or not. No kidding? Yeah. It was, a, it was a, hey, this person is someone you're friends with. I was like, oh, I, I am. Well, she's actually really pretty. So I just <laughs> on Messenger said, hey, how are you? And sparked a conversation that led to a ongoing conversation, which I finally convinced her to turn into a date, even though wow. she tried to cancel, I think, four or five times because she was scared <laughs> to death of me. Right. And uh, whether or not it was time for her to start dating me or not. And thankfully, she said yes. And we went out on that first date and the rest is history. Wow. And that was how long ago? That was January 20th of 2017. Well, you got a little anniversary to celebrate. I mean, not the wedding anniversary, but the meeting anniversary. That's kind of a big deal, right? Yes, ma'am. You guys are going to have to be celebrating. I like it. I like it. So you wrote a song for your wife called Destiny. Uh, beautiful song, by the way. Um, I watched one of your videos when you were singing it to her, and it was very emotional. It was really, really beautiful. Um, I, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to sing, or if you'd like to sing that song or maybe a different song for us. Oh, absolutely. Be more than happy to. Great. Um, let's just grab the old guitar. Okay. Pull up a chair. Let me tell you how and when. Cause a guy like me, girl like her, just don't make sense. Was an overgrown kid. She had two of her own. Had to be a day to become a man. Next thing I know, another kid on the way. And a wedding right after sounds kind of like a lifetime, but it's just the first chapter. Destiny, sure got a hold of my heart. Yeah, like it's bad. Cause it's destiny. 
Next page took a turn down the wrong place in town. He was 60 miles fast running through the red light. In the morning sky, baby, right on the flag. Woke up staring at the sea. Good Lord, had my back. They pulled back that curtain. All that I seen was my heaven sent angel. I sure do believe. Thank you so much for playing it. That, that is so, that there's so much heart in that song and I, I could see why that would make her cry in a good way. <laughs> in a so good much. way. <laughs> that is awesome. So, okay, we, we've talked, we've done some things. We've, we've answered some questions about the, your music and your tour and all that good stuff. Uh, I found a game uh, and I'm going to cool. modify it to my own. Uh, I found this game, it's called the hot seat. <laughs> so I'm going to put okay. you in the hot seat. You ready? So but like it. I said, I'm going to do it my way. Uh, so I, I picked out some choice cards here. So this is the little hot seat cards. So we're only, we're not going to do all of these. We're going to, um, I want you to point to the one you want me. <laughs> Look, we can do this virtually. Point to the card that you want. So go, tell me when to stop. Stop. This one right here. Okay. This is appropriate around the holidays. What is the worst gift you've ever received? Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to dive deep. Let's see. So I think, honestly, one of the worst gifts I ever received was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, it was a, it was a pair, it's gonna sound horrible because it's good stuff to have and I love it now. But it was a pair of socks from uh, from my grandmother that were like I, I call them old man socks now, but like <laughs> it was it was old man socks. And I was sitting there like opening all this stuff. I'm probably ten years old, 
super into Batman sports. And all of a sudden I opened this one gift and it's these, these like greenish brown colored old man socks. She goes, you're going to look so sharp in them when you're wearing them to church. I'm like, I ain't going to look sharp in these wearing them nowhere. <laughs> you're going to look sharp in these wearing them nowhere. I love them, Granny. Love them, Granny. They're awesome. But the majority of the time I get good gifts. My mother helps my granny out a lot, but that was, that was the one I couldn't, couldn't go sporting the, the old and, man socks. And you said you like them now, right? Well, I, I, I'll take any socks now because now <laughs> when you're running around with four kids in the house, you're, you're happy to find your laundry. Well, so. you're, you're happy to find matching socks too. That's always the thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, I always wear boots and jeans. Can't nobody see what color they are. Underneath. Can't tell. There you go. I love it. Okay. That was the worst gift ever. How about now? Are we ready? There we go. Stop. I'm going to go with that one right there. Okay. Oh, this is good. Uh, who is your celebrity crush? Uh, <laughs> celebrity crush? Believe it or not, it, it, it's I've always had a uh, had a crush on Carrie Underwood just because she's always had that, that powerhouse voice and uh, hopefully my, my wife doesn't hear this and come up <laughs> after me, but, uh, no, it was, it was probably Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Well, and I can say this, you know, she's not bad looking too. I, you know, agree. She's okay. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So would you, uh, how cool would it be if you did a duet with her? Be another one of those out of this world <laughs> type of things. Cause that, that's, it, it, just thinking of these names, because like Tim McGraw was one that I grew up listening to and Carrie Underwood was another one that, I mean, that was, that was high school and stuff like that for me. So it's just hearing these voices you've heard on the radio and people that you've idolized in this industry for so long. And to think you have an opportunity to do anything with them, let alone just meet them or talk to them. Yeah. It just blows my mind. <clears throat> oh, this, that's so cool. Okay. So I'm going to, we're just going to put that out there into the universe. Maybe a, a duet with Carrie. <laughs> Sometimes we'll see. Let's put that out there. Let's put that out there. Okay, let's do uh, let's do two more. You ready? Stop. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Like on purpose, not getting into a head-on collision. Dangerous thing I've ever done on purpose. Oh Lord. Probably <laughs> when we decided to be stuntmen in the front yard. Out, in my, out at my parents' house growing up, we set up a ramp going downhill over a uh, ledge in the front yard that was made out of old spare tires, a uh, very unstable piece of plywood, some two-by-fours, and some old storage containers. And I'm not going to allude to how tall this ramp was, but it was tall enough that we should have been smart enough not to use it. And... <laughs> fact that we didn't come out with any broken bones after trying to use it is a blessing. So <laughs> that's probably oh one of the gosh. most dangerous things I've done. So you, you bike, bicycles, skateboards, both? Yeah, it was, it was bicycles and bicycles. Not, a, not a very smart choice to have done it with a bicycle. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Do you have brothers and sisters that you were, you were doing this with? My, I have a younger brother, and I also had cousins that lived nearby, so that that was the summer was filled with whatever we could make our time pass by with, especially when it came to being outside. 
a little a little mischief. That's what you do with your with your siblings and your cousins. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, here we go. One one last question. That one, I'll hit you quick. This one, or this? Yes, ma'am. This one right here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is good too. <clears throat> what advice would you give to your younger self? To my younger self, probably the moments where I feel like I had to like be hard on myself for things that I couldn't necessarily control or things that I was, you know, doubtful of myself for just to understand that there's nothing you can do but your best. And to, as long as you, you did that, then you're doing fine. Because I, I, I was always one to really be like a big self-critic mm. and still to this day am a self-critic majorly. But that's one big thing that I would like to instill in somebody young in life period, let alone my younger self, to be able to tell me now, hey, just follow your gut, do your best, and you got this. I think that's great advice for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, so for any new up-and-coming uh, country artist maybe behind you, what would you say to them? What kind of advice would you give them? Honestly, it's just following your heart because okay. that's the, the one question we get asked a lot is like, how do you make it in this industry? How do you, how do you get viral on social media or how, you know, different things. And there's no real way to say, Hey, you know, you do this, this, and this, click this button and, you know, open this app and that's, what's going to happen. You're going to, you're going to take off. But the fact is we just try to show everybody life here and it's life with the music that we share. It's the stories that we write into that music and we just put our heart into it and share that with as many people as possible. And luckily we've had a lot of people that have come up and said, Hey, we love what you're sharing. We love what we're hearing. We appreciate it. And if it weren't for those people that were listening, I wouldn't have nobody to play songs to. So just follow <laughs> your heart, be yourself. Absolutely. The authenticity goes a long way. So, well, I want to thank you, Brandon, uh, so much for taking time to chat with us today. Thanks for playing the song and a huge congratulations going out on tour with Tim McGraw in 2022. Yes. Thank you so much. Cannot wait for this next year. It's going to be one to remember. Thanks for tuning in to Up and Country, where we have new episodes every Tuesday. And be sure to visit upandcountry.com for all of the episodes and information about our VIP club, where you're going to get exclusive backstage access. And if you're on Instagram or TikTok, make sure to follow me, Sue Bonzel. I'll see you next week. <laughs>